Hi, I'm Neil, the host of the Good News Podcast. This is your source for good news, fun stories, and sonic joy. All of this goodness is coming to you from beautiful Chicago, Illinois. Today's good news comes to us from the high seas, where the U.S. Navy is renaming two ocean-going vessels. In the last few years, there has been a growing trend of re-evaluating who we choose to name things after, who we choose to enshrine in statues, and I think it has been awesome. I think as a country, we can definitely understand our history and the Civil War and the Confederacy without having things named after Confederate generals or having statues of them. These are not the kinds of people we should be looking up to. I don't think that's controversial, and yet controversial it is. Regardless, about three years ago, a new commission was brought together called the Naming Commission. In September of last year, they produced a report that recommended renaming 1,111 places. And this comes from a New York Times article. These were things like army bases, ships, monuments, with the intent of renaming things that commemorate the Confederate States of America. Recently, the Navy has unveiled new names for two ships. First, a warship stationed near Japan, the USS Chancellorsville is being renamed the USS Robert Smalls. I think I'd heard the name before, but man, oh man, am I glad that I got reintroduced to the incredible story of Robert Smalls. Mr. Smalls was an enslaved person who was an excellent mariner and had been forced to work on a Confederate ship during the Civil War. In the evenings, the ship would tie up and the Confederate naval officers would go back on land, sleep in their houses, and apparently, like, just generally carouse. So one night, Mr. Smalls, the pilot of the ship, decided to make a break for it. He dressed up like the captain, picked up his families and family members of the other enslaved people on the ship, and made a break for it. Snuck the ship out of Charleston Harbor, made it to the north, gained the freedom of everyone on the ship, and by all accounts, should be a household name for that Civil War badassery. And a little bit of icing on the cake is that after the Civil War, Robert Smalls returned to the South and bought the house of his former enslaver. What a story. I checked because I'm sure we're all thinking the same thing. It is currently in production to become a movie, so keep an eye out for it. Next, a Pathfinder-class oceanographic survey ship, the USNS Maury, is being renamed the USNS Marie Tharp. From what I could tell, Marie Tharp has never stolen a ship from enemy hands before, but that doesn't make her any less B.A. She was a geologist and oceanographic cartographer and is credited with the discovery of the Mid-Atlantic Ridge, which basically reframed everything we thought we knew about Earth science and eventually led to the acceptance of the theories of plate tectonics and continental drift. She wrote in a book, I had a blank canvas to fill with extraordinary possibilities, a fascinating jigsaw puzzle to piece together mapping the world's vast hidden seafloor. It was a once-in-the-history-of-the-world opportunity for anyone, but especially for a woman in the 1940s. So, cool. I love this story because it is both a celebration of a military victory and a celebration 
of sweet, sweet science for two people who have previously been under-acknowledged for sure. That is the good news I have for you today. Enjoy the rest of your day. Thanks for listening. If you've got good news or an idea for the show, amazing. Send an email to hello at thegoodnewspodcast.fm. While you're at it, follow us on Twitter, at thegoodnewspod. If you love the show, think about supporting our Patreon or reviewing us wherever you're getting this podcast from. Both are great. The music you hear on the show is from Poddington Bear. Have a great day.